You're listening to Rust Belt Running. I'm Adam Wheeler. You can find me on social media at Wheels Up in CLE. Joined by Andrew Hedinger, who you can find on social media at Andrew Runs a Lot, and Matt Martin, who you can find on social media at Matt Mart Run. If you want to follow all of us, there you'll go to Rust Belt Running. Instead of starting you off with a bunch of ads, we're going to start you off with different ways that you can support Rust Belt Running. First is run coaching. Adam, why don't you tell us about it? It's personalized run coaching. It takes into account the schedule that you have to get your runs in, the goals that you have, as well as the base that you come to us with. You talk to us about what it is you want to be doing, the time that you have to do it, and we come up with a personalized plan that fits your needs, works on you towards your goals, and helps provide a bird's eye view on your training to make sure that you don't plateau, to make sure that you're doing the correct training that's appropriate for you, and to get you showing up on race day, confidence that you're gonna be ready to hit your race goals. We all know running in groups can be more fun than running alone, and your training can be the same way. So grab a couple of your closest running friends and we can train your group of up to five friends together. With a personalized group plan, you can get the camaraderie of being on a team, but the personalization to fit your group's needs, similar to our individual training. Click on the RBR team's link on our website and go smash some PRs with your friends. And if you're looking for other ways to support the show, go to rustbeltrunning.com. There you can find different merch, t-shirts, bags, all kinds of things. Um, all of that helps support us and helps us keep bringing you new stuff on our social media platforms, to the podcast, to our training programs. There's more than one way to support our show. So this helps us keep this show ad-free, keep us from making you go to a Patreon to subscribe for stuff. We want to keep it free. But yeah, go to rustbeltrunning.com, support the show, sign up for coaching. We'd love to have you. And we are actually sans Adam today. It's uh, it's just me and Matthew Martin. Matt, what's the highlight of your week, man? Oh, well, I haven't been running lately, and you'll, you'll figure out why. But uh, with some extra time, I've been getting up in the morning, and I've been uh, watching the Women's World Cup. And I will say the last like three games I've watched have gone to penalty kicks and the penalty kicks have been insane. So I have a new respect for the game of soccer. And uh, although I might just be, I might be just be watching the end of the, the these games, <laughs> but the penalty kicks are the, are the best part. I'm sorry. File, <laughs> you say you have a newfound respect for soccer with Adam on this podcast as well. File that under things I did not want to hear you say today. <laughs> well, you guys are recording next week. You can talk about all the soccer you want without me. Well, and I'll tell them how boring the actual, the you know, the whatever it is. How, what do they play? 90 minutes? 60 minutes? Yeah. How boring that is to watch, but the penalty kicks are pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's just like ninety minutes of sports edging is all. That's really <laughs> yeah. all it is. Yeah. What uh, what about you, man? How was your week? Anything uh, good? Uh, so I got a, a driving a, a truck. I you know have to buy a lot of snacks at gas stations, and um, sometimes it's fun because you can find little things that are available at one gas station and not another. Well, I found um. I, I always like finding the special like candies and bars and stuff. Uh, for a while, I was hooked on uh, dipped Rice Krispie treats. They were incredible. Um, they no longer exist, but they were like these cookies and cream frosted Rice Krispie treats. But now it's churro Kit Kats. Churro They're amazing. Kit Kats. Hmm. Churro Kit Kats. It's a, uh, I, I don't like it when these candy companies mess with the original. 
uh, very often, but uh, this one made sense to me and uh, it's absolutely delicious. So I recommend, uh, I recommend churro Kit Kats. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll have to get you on some type of like tasting challenge or something while you're not doing anything. We'll bring <laughs> Fat Matt back. <laughs> oh, he'll be back real quick. <laughs> But yeah, that's a that's kind of I it just a, a nice little surprise uh, since we last recorded was finding churro Kit Kats. So yeah, yeah, that's what I got. But you uh, you mentioned you uh, you're not going to be uh, running for a while. I, I know uh, you disappeared from social media for like forty eight hours and uh, it scared the crap out of Nate Perez. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you've you've got you, you've got, you've got some news and a little bit of a road ahead of you. Uh, we had some flashbacks to 2019 when you uh, tore your labrum in your hip, um, right? And went yes. through that process. Yeah, so I've been having to cuff some you know some issues with my hip that haven't been like terrible, but it's just kind of been annoying while I'm running and just throughout daily life. Past maybe three weeks, I would say. Um, so. After a couple weeks of, you know, taking some down mileage and then, you know, taking some extra days off and then going on test runs, ending those test runs early, I decided that it was probably best to, um, and I had already seen PTs um, and, you know, started like thinking this is not something muscular. So I went back mm -hmm. to uh, the same doctor I saw in 2019 when I tore my hip was uh, Nilesh Shah at Assuma Health. Really good guy. He's a, it's it's helpful when you can find an orthopedic uh, surgeon that's also, you know, runs ultra marathons and marathons because they don't just you don't just show up to their office and they say, oh yeah, we'll stop running for six months and you should be good, or just stop running altogether. Um, so visited him, talked to him, you know, x-rays sh didn't show anything. MRI shows fracture in the femoral uh, neck, which is not the greatest thing you want to hear when you're a runner. Um, also, but it's also a very common thing for runners. It's actually very, or more common in women, less common in men. But, um, you know, I don't get injured very often, but apparently when I do, I, I, I hit the big ones. <laughs> you, yeah, you, go, you don't mess around. You go all the way. <laughs> Yeah, none of this like uh, two weeks off, you know, rehab stuff. <laughs> right. I just go straight for the twelve weeks off, no running. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that wasn't the news that we wanted. No, but it's 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 one of those things that I'm also relieved once you once I found out that it was because mm -hmm. I I realized that okay I'm not crazy. This definitely feels like if. I had never had a fracture before, but I was thinking, I'm like, all right, if this feels, you know, like anything, it feels like it would be a fracture just because of what the location and when I'm getting the symptoms. Um, and it's also, right. it's a relief because if I would have just kept going and going and going and um, never, you know, got the imaging, the, the pain doesn't really get that bad. So it's very easy just to keep going and going and going and making it worse and worse and worse. And these right. are the things that, you don't want to make worse because then you start talking surgery or even longer periods of time off or, you know, just the list goes on. <laughs> right. I guess, so I am curious. Uh, I didn't want to make like a whole, whole big thing about it. I, um, but uh, what, what 
did it kind of feel like? Like, I guess, what should people maybe be looking for as opposed to, you know, maybe a, you know, ligament strain or, you know, runner's knee or piriformis syndrome, all these other typical runner things? What was maybe the, like, sensation and difference? You know, and you have your labrum to um, go again, like contrast it with so what what were some of the things that really tipped you off that hey this is different yeah it's and it's actually funny because it it feels exactly like it did in 2019 so i'm starting to wonder if maybe i had something different than the labrum back in 2019 but that's neither neither here nor there Um, but really it's kind of a pain that like just shows up it's very dull it's kind of like an ache more than a pain and you can't Uh really pinpoint um where it, it, you know, it's, you know, it's general location, but you can't, I, I couldn't go to, you know, Bethany or Tim and say, it hurts right exactly here. <laughs> it's just right. like, it's, it's around this area somewhere, but you know, I feel like it moves sometimes. And, and I've, you know, obviously been reading on femoral stress fractures religiously for the past two weeks, but it, I mean, it seems like it can be in different places for people as well. It can be, you know, mm-hmm. behind in the glute or it can be in the front um, of your hip or the front of your quad, like the upper quad, or it can actually be like, like manifest as like groin pain where you think you like, you have a groin strain or a quad strain or mm. something like that. And it like, it starts off as it doesn't really hurt too bad. It's just kind of there. You might notice it when you get up in the morning, but it'll just gradually week by week, get worse and worse and worse. And then eventually it will sideline you. But, um, some people just keep running through it. Um, I talked to Connie Gardner at Second Soul yesterday. And she's like, oh, yeah, I had one of those. If you don't know who Connie Gardner is, you can just look her up. She's a pretty um, decorated ultra runner from this area. She's like, yeah, I ran 100K on one of those things. <laughs> I was like, so so you can you can run on them, but the problem is they, they get gradually worse and worse and worse. Right. And then if you get a full fracture, you're you're looking at surgery and a long you know right. period of time off so when uh like the onset of it like how was it like during runs because you know with some of the stuff that i've battled i i did a lot of you know research about stress fractures as well because i was concerned that i might have one in my shin um uh you know so but for you like what were some of those things that you felt like did it hurt more as you ran? Was it like every step, like an impact thing? Like what was the, what was it when you were running? So when I was running, especially when it started off, I didn't even feel it. I would usually feel it after runs or um, maybe when I woke up in the mornings. Now it's not really typical from what most people would feel. Um, I think I just happened to catch mine super early um, uh-huh. because most femoral stress fractures will just get worse throughout your run um, t- to the point where you have to stop or pretty much probably any stress fracture. Um, but I think I just, I was so early that and it was so annoyingly nagging that I didn't even consider it as like an injury. It was just something like, oh, I pulled my you know, groin or pulled my quad and that's it. Um, yeah. But as the weeks got on, like my last run was with you, it never went away. It was just always kind of like, there so i was starting to get to that point where i was feeling it on runs and that's when i decided to shut it down yeah. fortunately 
takes a lot for Matt to shut it down. And I'm, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Um, yeah, I was so like what I so the research that I had been doing, um, which, you know, helped put my mind at ease a little bit was, you know, it's 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 going to hurt while you're running. Um, it's not going to be, <laughs> Hey, yeah, you can crack one open anytime you want, dude. It's, it's got that, those two value, <laughs> dude, how is that Bush in a, not bad, man. It's pretty good. Not going to lie. <laughs> it's better than Bush light. Oh, I know. Cause you don't feel anything from it, but I think it's more like, it's more like a Bush heavy. So it's like got a little bit more flavor, just no alcohol. But continue. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was, you know, researching that, you know, it's it's going to come on as you run. And then typically once you stop running, especially if it's, you know, you're talking about um, one in the shin, it's when, when you stop running, it typically subsides. You had a little bit of the opposite. So that's... Uh, I think that's a very good, I think you're almost, I don't want to say lucky because I mean, it was your, your intuition and your research that allowed you to spot it. But in some ways it's counter to what many people should look for when they're trying to determine stressy versus um, some other syndrome that we deal with as runners. Yeah. And just, it's, it's so like, I don't know. It's just a weird injury, the one that I have. And there's so many different types of symptoms that you can experience that that's why they always say it's so hard to diagnose. It is. Mm-hmm. And most people would just keep going on it until it, be, until it becomes like a grade. I think mine is a grade two stress fracture. Most people will get diagnosed at like grade, grade three and grade four, which are worse, obviously. Right. Um, I, I think, you know, all this being said is, uh, you know, it's important to, if you're, if you're even considering that it could be something as serious as a stress fracture anywhere, if you're feeling anything, you should probably just see someone. You don't necessarily have to, you know, find somebody like Dr. Shaw that you saw, but, you know, finding uh, a PT in your area, especially people, I, you know, one thing that I think is important that you hit on is find people who are runners mm-hmm. uh, that you can work with because it is, People have all types of knowledge. Uh, doctors do. They're extremely smart people, but they can have an idea of how the body responds to things. But if they're not runners, they don't know. They haven't seen everything when it comes to runners. And they maybe don't understand all the variations of running injuries that there are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can, uh, you know, I think looking for people who are running specific, uh, I think that's very important. When you're looking for PTs, find runners. Uh, we have, if you need recommendations in Northeast Ohio, we got them. Um, and yeah, there's, I, I thought that was a, a huge point that you brought up. Um, it's kind of like hiring a coach. You don't just want to find somebody to help you get fit. They're not going to help you get to a marathon goal. You want to find coaches who know running and can help yep. you get there. Yeah, and it's just easier How did to you talk across to Dr. Shaw. Uh, so actually, back in nineteen, when I had the hip problem, um, I was, uh, I, you know, I was I had seen Tim 
Pavlik from uh, physio-orthopedics um, a few times and or a few times for that hip and then finally I was saying hey this you know it's been three weeks now it's not really going away he goes all right let's get you some you know, we're probably going to want to get imaging on this I know a guy and then he got me in with Dr. Shaw um, which was great because Tim and Dr. Shaw have a great relationship, so they were kind of communicating back and forth. You know, Tim basically just listed all of my symptoms and everything. So it wasn't like, you know, you go into a new doctor and you have to go through all this history. It was just right. like, boom, boom, boom. He knows what's going on. Let's get the imaging set up now. And um, it was just a quick process. It's super helpful. And you kind of feel like you're a pro athlete, except you have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, right. it's super quick you know they can get you in when you need to and uh but the mris are not cheap i have never had an mri what is uh is that one of those like they put you in like the tube and it like spins really fast around you yeah you don't see the spinning it's more just a plastic tube and you just hear a bunch of like buzzing and clicking and weird noises um that you got earplugs in because it's super loud and annoying and you sit there for like 30 minutes or depending on what you're getting mri but my hip was about 30 minutes of just laying down trying to take a nap while things are buzzing in your ear how long did it take did you say 30 minutes 30 minutes mm-hmm. well, i hope i i hope and pray i'll never uh I'll never be there. If I can get if I can get my goal at Erie, I'll never be there because I'll never run this hard again. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild that it takes like like I don't really understand how the MRI machine works because it's a lot of science that I don't want to look up. But like it it seems ancient. Like when you go in there, you're like this kind of seems like something that was built in the 80s. It probably was. But I'm like, man, I, I'm surprised there's not something more <laughs> high tech. The, or maybe there is, and Suma Health just doesn't have it yet. When uh, when Nate Perez was getting uh, trying to get an MRI for his hip, um, I uh, I looked up uh, the cost of MRI machines <laughs> and I sent one to uh, to Bethany. I was like, you should get this. Mm-hmm. Like that would that would be real next level. She should just have that. They're only like three hundred thousand dollars. She could make her money back on that real quick. Yeah, I'll just lay in it once a week, make sure everything's good, and then go for my run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, do an MRI, Normatec boot, it's all part of the whole. <laughs> the only the only problem is reading the MRI, which is impossible. Um, I have the disc of mine, and I tried to, because I had my MRI on Monday, and I was seeing yeah. Shaw on Tuesday. I was like, oh, I'll just look at these pictures myself, and I'll be able to tell. <laughs> it's not like an x-ray, yeah. trust me. It's like... <laughs> You need a special program on your computer to look at it. One, you need a disk drive because they give it to you on a disk, which nobody has disks anymore. Like disk drive. Like a floppy? No, like a CD. Oh, okay. But like, I, oh, that'd I, be I, awesome. Could... <laughs> it's just a, like a 1980s floppy, like the big square one, like the black yeah. film one. <laughs> yeah. People, I don't even know if, like, you'd have to go to find uh, something at a garage sale that would be able to read that. <laughs> I wouldn't trust it. You're, you're probably fine if that's what it's on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I will be not running for a long time. Um, just it sucks because the first few weeks I really can't even do anything. Bike, swim. I can do push-ups, pull-ups, upper body stuff. Which 
I'm going to start doing, but, uh, and hopefully not get too fat, but, you know, probably going to have to adjust my diet a bit. I'm still on that marathon training diet where I just eat everything in sight. I mean, enjoy it a little bit. I mean, kind of is what it is. Oh, I'll enjoy it, but I can't enjoy it for 10 weeks. <laughs> right, I'll right, back. right. Yeah, but, but like the first Look, week or two, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, in the words of Matt, though, when he went, the, when I talked to you the first time, <laughs> you were like, that Peloton bike doesn't know what's coming for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. How long till you can hop on that? Um, I don't know. Probably, I probably could now because... I'm not even on crutches, which typically someone with a femoral fracture is usually put on crutches. But because I wasn't having yeah, really I any, I wasn't having really any pain when I was walking. He said it's fine, just don't overdo it. Um, but I don't want to. I'm not going to hop on the bike until like I can't even feel it at all anymore, ever. So probably a couple. I think weeks. I, sh I think I shared this story once before, but I'm going to share it again. Back in 2019, when Matt was. Uh, had a suspected, uh, we'll call it a suspected fracture. Um, it, we worked together and we were heading into June, our, our busiest month of the year, especially, and this was my first busy June working with Matt. And he comes in like first or second week and he's on crutches. And we're like, oh no, because we worked in a big warehouse. We worked with copiers. We had to push these things around. Matt can't, you can't push copiers if you're on crutches. And uh, so we all had to do Matt's dirty work for him for all but like the last two days of the month, because <laughs> then you found out you, you finally got an MRI and found out you were good. You basically just threw those crutches to the ground and you were back to your old self. Started, started slanging copiers, man. <laughs> just literally dropping them on the ground. Yep. <laughs> you remember that the last day? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I was a, I was a little it. antsy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the secrets we have. Yeah, that was... I, I busted your chops because you were saying uh, work is really busy now for you. And uh, you guys are like down a man or something. I'm like, oh, you did it again. <laughs> yeah, I always find the... I, you know, I find the, the best times and the best injuries. <laughs> He's never injured. But when he, he, you really do go all the way. Oh man! So I, uh, to, to kind of turn the tables onto my stuff, you know, I want to kind of update that. Um, I got, I, I've been kind of back at it now, and I, I took, you know, we talked a couple weeks about, or a couple weeks ago about kind of, you know, putting yourself on the shelf and that consistency compounds and. You know, I have a few good years of really solid consistency and base, and that's going to pay off. There's still going to be a lot of race anxiety I have, and I know that um, as as the weeks close in. But um, I, I've been able to get some workouts in, some runs in. And even this week, I got some uh, just a few marathon pace miles in for the first time in weeks, and then uh, and then got back to... 20 miles yesterday and that this is a kind of a big deal because it was 20 miles that I ran a few weeks ago where I could barely walk a couple days later. 
And so I really get to see the improvement of how I feel on Monday after a 20 miler this time versus last time. Cause that's when I put myself on the shelf. Um, so I feel fine right now. I even got to get the first like eight or nine miles in with uh, Miss Steffi Martin. Oh yeah. Um, she was actually like the MVP. She kept us real dialed back <clears throat> for the first like nine miles. Cause we ended up like rocking closer to low eights and then like mid sevens the rest of the way. But she had us at like eight forty five at the beginning. Oh, she's like, she's so. like the queen of, of easy runs now. I mean, she, yeah, her normal easy stuff at like nine thirty. She doesn't care. She like let us go and we like would look back and she'd be like mm-hmm. 10 steps behind us. And then we're like, Oh, we should probably slow down. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was, that was clutch. You should check out her workout from this morning. Let's say, uh, I'll go pull that. Say she's ready for Chicago. Now. Oh, my, the, you know, all, all I don't want to say, uh, that, you know, there's good in everything, but, um, with you not running Chicago now, at least my wife has somebody to hang out with <laughs> during the race. Hopefully by then I'll be able to jog around a little bit. Um, so I can at least see you guys at multiple places. Cause last year I was able to see stuff at nine, 10 places, but I was also running a lot. <laughs> right. Well, you spots. could always rent, um, you know, you could rent like the scooters. I'm sure they're going to have, I told, I told Brittany that you guys should like go rent the scooters the night before and then put them in our Airbnb so nobody else gets them. And then, um... uh, I think they pull them that weekend. Oh, they do the same thing at Boston. Because mm. well. they don't want 100 people scootering around with thousands of people around. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's not, not that bad. It's not, really, it's not really the distance that's going to be uh, the problem. It's the amount of people I have to wind myself around to get to spots. Shit, she did 19 this morning after like nine yesterday. Good. Oh, she's ready. <laughs> so, yeah, she's happy with that one. Yeah, I, I hope so. Did she run w- with anybody or did she do this? Yeah, she did that solo. Solo. Good for her. Steffi Martin, ready to go. Um, so, right now, you're drinking a lot of NA beer. <clears throat> You uh, sent me something about uh, a challenge at Guardians Games. This yes. is the real topic. What we wanted to dis- we wanted to discuss this today. So why don't you tell me what this uh, what this challenge is? And uh, it sounds wild. Yeah. So I don't really know like the popularity of it or anything. I was literally I was just driving in my work truck and I turned on you know ninety two three to fan our local sports radio, and I was catching in on their the like the trail end of the conversation about this and they were talking about some challenge that you know guardians games or baseball games in general where it's the nine 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 challenge so it's nine hot dogs nine beers and nine innings now you don't have to do one beer per inning because you can't because they stopped selling beer at like the sixth or seventh inning or something but i was like i heard that and i'm like nine 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 and they're talking it's 12 ounce beers 
I mean, Steph and I go to Dollar Dog Night and we eat six, six hot dogs because like the limit per transaction is six hot dogs per person. We'll smash six hot dogs in like two innings. So I'm like, I got the hot dogs down for sure. <laughs> like I could Steve, do that in three innings maybe. That would be my, the hot dogs would be my struggle. And I mean, I can eat, I can put food away, but I, the beer I'd have no issue with. I could, yeah. Dude, they don't gotta be twelves. They could be sixteens, and I can. <laughs> but the 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 hot dogs, I. That would be, the other thing that makes it tough is the uh, the new rules that speed up the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it used to be you're talking three hours. You now would have to do that in about two. So this is true. Um, I mean, that also makes it uh That makes it tough. I don't know. I think the the toughest thing was just how I would feel afterwards. I mean, I can I can put it in like put them, the beers down. I just can't like handle them. <laughs> so I'll just I'll definitely need a DD. <laughs> well, see, that's how I feel about the hot dogs. Like I could put them down, but I would. Oh man, I don't want to think about where I would wind up. Um... Mm. Yeah, I don't want to be in the bathrooms. I, I'd have to be down on field level. I need to be like near the nicer bathrooms. I can't be on those those nasty ones up in the upper deck. I wonder when. I mean, if I'm going to try this challenge, it might as well be now, right? <laughs> I got to see when the next home game is. So Matt Martin injures his hip. And is now going to do the 999. So did you just start trying to find all these different ways that you could totally debauch on your downtime? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, how I could just, I mean, no, that I one mean, was t- just, I was, I was listening to the radio and that came up, but I've actually been doing quite the, I've been pretty good. Um, you know, the first couple of days I was pretty down, you know, like you find out. Mm-hmm. A, I'm not running Chicago, which would have been probably my fastest marathon I'm ever going to run. And B, that I can't run at all for like four or five or maybe six, between six and 12 weeks. We'll see. Um, So you would think, you know, I'm going to spiral a little bit. So the one day I'm texting, I texted Nate Perez. He asked me how I was doing. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm just, you know, popping back a few beers and uh, then I'm going to go pick up the kids at school. Uh, he goes, whoa, buddy. Like, don't worry, they're NA. And I, uh, I think it was like athletic brewing or something. I'm like, it's a good way to fake spiral. So like, you can act like you're spiraling, but you're really not because you're doing, you're not, you know, drinking the actual alcohol. And then within a couple hours, I was like, oh, I feel good now. <laughs> Instead of feeling like shit and wanting to go pass out on the couch. I see. I can't fake spiral. It's if I, if I get there, it's just going to be a real one for a few days. Um, I think I I think I did that back a few weeks ago too. Um, but yeah, but yeah, you get, it helps you get a, the fake spiraling. You get over the pity party a little bit easier. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think up. there is like you you have gone hard for like what what's it been five years now. Um, largely with no like real extended break or off season, 
much. You've had a few down weeks here or there, but you've pretty much kept going um, yeah, consistently since you started. I mean, I had a, a month off due to that car accident, which that uh -huh. was brutal on the on the mind. But because um, that one was worse because it wasn't even a running injury. So it wasn't even like right. something stupid I could have done, you know, or what what could I have done differently? And, Nothing. because And it wasn't your fault. Yeah, and I was driving perfectly. The picture of my van, I'm right. perfectly in my lane. <laughs> so, yeah. so that one was more frustrating. But yeah, this one is just kind of, you know, you think back to, you know, what I should have done differently this early in the summer, which I'm sure there's a lot of things I could have done differently. So it's something to know for next time when, when the, the build goes back up, you know, you always got to keep but, it you know, even without even without talking about like things you should have done differently. It's like, you just should, you know, like this is definitely a forced downtime, but there are things to do in a downtime that, you know, are enjoyable. And sometimes that is just sitting around drinking a lot of beer, maybe mm -hmm. hop on and play Fortnite with me for hours <laughs> at some point. Like, I don't know, like there's all kinds of silly stuff like that, that you can do that, you know, maybe got sacrificed, um, you know, some of the fat mat habits, you know, that, that, that were yeah. enjoyable. Um, and, you know, maybe not, um, you know, parallel to a running lifestyle, but you can kind of enjoy that now in a respectful, um, you know, responsible way. But there's, you know, you, you have some of that that you kind of have to do now. Like, I think if you just sit there and try to eat salads all day so you don't gain weight and you know like try to be a saint while you're going through this I, one i think that would suck um and two i think it's unnecessary like yeah and not that you're gonna i know you're not gonna do that but like i'm just no, saying I'm, in general, I, like, I think, yeah i'm thinking more along the lines of um you know i'll, I'll probably you know have a couple days too where i'll definitely enjoy myself but i'm thinking once i can get doing like cross training stuff it's like it's kind of a good opportunity to just try out like actual strength training that i don't ever do or mm -hmm. you know getting out on the bike on a bike path and riding for 20 miles or you know getting jumping in a pool or just doing anything that's not running and, and you know it'll probably be fun because it's something new um and something that'll you know keep my head off the fact that i can't run yeah Man, I'd like to see you like legit strength training and see what you could do next year once you uh, once you're able to come back because your your road back is pretty lengthy too, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't get to just go like it, it's not like oh sweet it's been eight weeks I'm gonna do a twelve mile long run like you're 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 talking about running minutes and it's gonna that's gonna suck. That might be worse than not running. Well, and like when that happens, it's going to be like November, December. So it's like, I'm mm -hmm. probably going to have to wear extra bundles because I'm not even going to be sweating because I'll be like, oh, five mile or five minute run, five minute walk, you know, five minute run, five minute walk and do a couple intervals like that. I'm like, this is going to be so easy and I'm not even going to get warm up. <laughs> so. Right. So yeah, I'm not. I, I doubt I'll be doing a what I would consider a long run until 2024. But 
Sorry. Sorry, my head my headphones were yelling at me that they were dying again. Um, what did you just say right before? Like was that I said I, I said I probably just won't be doing an a, an actual long run or what I consider a long run, you know, until probably 2024. Okay. Do you well, I mean it's too far out to even think about what 2024 looks like, right? Yeah, I'm not even thinking about it. I'll I'll probably register for Boston because I have to because it's it's in a month that the registration. <laughs> right. Um, but even then, I don't, I'm not sure. I want I I'm not gonna just put a date on anything yet until I know if it's right. healing correctly. Yeah, I mean, assuming it's healing, it heals correctly. You should at least be able to get there and run it. Yeah. Like maybe not race it, but put in enough mileage. But again, you just have to wait and see. It does suck to have to spend the money to register for that race. Um, yeah, not, uh... Chicago. <laughs> Chicago too won't even let me defer. I can cancel, and then they'll give me yeah. automatic entry to next year, which I already have anyway. So I'm like, oh, it doesn't help. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> we were talking on the long run yesterday that you should, uh, you should like give your bib away, and uh, I was like, I was like, he could do that, and you know, probably wouldn't get caught. But I know if I did that, I would be like the one person who gets caught and banned. Banned from Boston. Uh, <laughs> like I'm just banned from like all majors because I gave my bib away. And then uh, Luke is like, yeah, because you'd be telling everybody about it. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I would, because I'd be scared. So I'd like have to like be yeah. like this weird thing. And then I'd end up like being out there with a sign, like go bib, whatever. That's my <laughs> Go Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, well, I, uh, no, I'm, I'm really, uh, I, I think I speak for everybody listening when we say we're bummed, uh, cause you know, have not having Matt Martin grace our Strava for a few months is going to really suck. Um, but, uh, you know, I think you, know, you get some time off that your body also probably needs. So, yeah. Um, and you get the chance to do the 999 challenge without worrying if you're in a marathon training or not. Exactly. So. I won't have to wake up for a long run the next day. So <laughs> right. you might have to wake up to take your kids to school or daycare <laughs> or something. But. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, Oh, I did want to say, uh, you know, your, your first athlete with us, I wanted to, to shout out uh, Brennan real quick. Uh, he had a big day yesterday at a uh, Goodyear. Yeah, he had a, um, it was funny, we texted the night before, and we were going over, like, you know, what our race plan was, because we're not, he uh, had, like, a, a bit of an ankle issue for a couple weeks, so we, we took some pretty, you know, pretty down weeks, so I'm already not even sure exactly what kind of shape he's in, and, but then after those two weeks, we really had no idea, so let's just try to, you know, go out conservative, drop it down every six miles, you know, Go out conservative the first, you know, six miles or so, pick it up, and then once you hit ten, see what you got. And that's exactly what he did. He, you know, just negative split the thing, came away with a half PR, which 
I think it was about a 137 or 138, which is pretty good for yeah, someone like um, with his, you know, with his marathon PR. So he's definitely in line for a good a good day at Akron in a month. Uh, we just got some more training we got to do and see where we can get him. And then uh, we had a couple of uh, Adams athletes uh, PR the 10K as well. So we had Team RBR showed up at Goodyear, and that's uh, that's really exciting. So and, and uh, all PRs in training runs. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good that's a good sign of things to come uh, as we close in on these fall races. So. I uh, oh, I can't wait. We're getting there. It's weird that, you know, uh, Erie is four weeks away. By the time this is published, it'll be just over three weeks away. Um, and that really, you know, kicks off the fall race calendar. Uh, and let's go be here before we know it, which yeah. is weird. weird. I don't know where this summer went, but it ain't here anymore. So kids are getting ready for school. Oh, you got a kindergartner now, don't you? Yeah uh first the 22nd or something a couple weeks oh man he's pumped though he's time go he's super excited about it he's not at the point you know he doesn't know because i remember you know once i've gotten to probably fourth fifth grade i'm like oh summer was so much better but now he's just like i can't wait till kindergarten so we'll see how how it goes what grade is yours going into uh, he's going into fifth. Yep, I got a fifth grader. It's You're weird, old man. It's real weird. I know, I know. Um, he still likes it. He still does good in school. So, um, I'm trying to, you know, keep that going because <laughs> I was not good in school. So yeah. <laughs> we can just keep him, uh, keep him enjoying school and doing well. I'll be, uh, I'll be happy. Um, this was. This was about the age that I uh, I started hating school, but he loves it. I mean, he really he likes math and all the stuff. We yeah. are opposite when it comes to that. So, um, yeah. Every time you get a report like, card, you're just like praying. You're like, please, please, please. All right, yes, he's I, not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's so good. His his teachers have always been like, yeah, he you know is real. I um I I had to email one of his teachers one time because I you know I I'm the type of person I trust him until he gives me reason not to and he'd keep coming home no i don't have any homework today i don't have any homework today and i was like this is weird like how do you not have homework every day so i email his teacher and i'm like hey you know i'm just wanting to make sure he keeps coming home saying he doesn't have homework i'm just wanting to make sure that this is the right information and she's like yeah he can't wait to do it and he does it in his uh free time before he gets on the bus i'm like oh okay awesome cool He's just getting his work done. That is not something I did. So um, now if I could just get him to focus that same energy to his chores around the house, I would yeah, be a much luck. happier person. I know uh, that'll never happen. Um, so yeah, speaking of which, I got to go do some chores now, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sure you enjoyed talking to somebody who's not a member of the Martin family for a little while because you're probably just stuck hanging around with them all day huh yeah it was fun uh, we're gonna go outside and i'm gonna hop around for a little bit on one leg but try to enjoy this weather and try to enjoy the last couple of weeks of summer here yeah yeah everybody else enjoyed the last few weeks of summer but do not forget to fuel your runs 
um, I'm just going to kind of end with that. People are, you know, it's still something I'm seeing a lot of, you know, some of our athletes miss the mark on and, you know, people that we interact with and the social media world missing the mark on that too. Fuel those runs guys. Um, and, uh, you'll be amazed what, what a summer long run feels like if you fuel properly. Uh, so it's a great training tool, use it wisely and it'll, you know, it'll pay off in the next uh, month, month and a half as uh, the temps start to cool down, get you ready for race day, use the temps now, but fuel right. So, well, Matt, condolences on the hip, but uh, I know you'll be back and, uh, you know, we get, we get to follow you along the journey. So that'll be good stuff. Next week, it'll be just Adam and Matt. We're going to, you know, try to mix it up a little bit um, on the podcast. And uh, I look forward to seeing what they, uh, what they come up with and talk about. And uh, I hope everybody, yeah, has a good week. Uh, Make sure you go to restbeltrunning.com. Check us out uh, for coaching, merch, all that fun stuff. Uh, Feel free to like, subscribe, review us on your favorite podcast platforms. And until next time, Matt, and to all the listeners out there, enjoy your miles, everybody. I love my log.